Hello, everybody. This is Raul Ramirez of the Catch Wrestling Alliance, where we help you elevate your grappling, and together we keep real wrestling alive. Thank you very much for tuning in, watching, or um, listening on our, po you know, any podcast platform. Um, so, um, so first things first. Uh, if you're in the LA area, feel free to come train with us at Fight Science MMA. Uh, the UCLA classes will be starting in like I think two weeks. Uh, they're uh, they're still on winter break, I believe this week. Or anyway, um, our class isn't starting until uh, later on, uh, so in a couple weeks. So uh, if you're a UCLA student, feel free to to try it out. Hopefully you like it. Um, uh, if you're not in the area, you know, you feel free to jump on our. Um, you know, CWA Academy on our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. Uh, the other thing, though, too, yeah, with regards to the uh, website, we also use, um, and if you happen to have anything that you want to teach, um, uh, you know, feel free to try to use our platform as well. We use uh, Kajabi, and so if you use our uh, link below uh, and, and you let me know that you used it to start your own um your own like uh, classes and stuff, um, you know, it, it will help the channel. And I'll definitely, um, you know, you know, give you some pointers on how to use it as well. Because uh, our our Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy uh, is really really cool. Like one of the main things that uh, that makes it very very valuable is that uh, we have an online community. So you can think of it as kind of like a Discord server thing uh, where uh, people can ask questions and then we just post a bunch of extra videos and stuff on in there uh that are specifically answering people's questions so uh, a lot of great value there um if you don't want to do that feel free to join our our youtube channel that's also um like on the link below our youtube video it always says join all that stuff just really helps us out uh really really appreciated so without any further ado uh, let's go ahead and get to the subject at hand. So uh, I guess it just came out recently. I don't know. Someone sent it to me today, one of our students, uh, and I saw a bunch of people commenting on it. So it was uh, Mikey Muzumeki. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to just butcher that name. I, I just, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I don't speak Italian. Um, so he was talking about, oh, actually, if you don't know who he is, he um, is a one of the best grapplers in the world. He is like the the one championship like um, grappling champion. He um, uh, he he's a big butt scooter, right? So he's all about pulling guard. And he got up with people criticizing him for not uh, standing up and going for like some wrestling takedown or whatever. So uh, let's go ahead and hear what he has to say, and then we'll kind of talk about it. Because actually, I, I think he he brought up some good points. Uh, and I'll tell you like my perspective. So let's go ahead and listen to it. I'm so sick of hearing people complain about pulling guard and butt scooting in jiu-jitsu. Um, the first thing I'm going to say is, this is sport jiu-jitsu. There's no striking in sport jiu-jitsu. Obviously in a real fight on the street, on concrete, you're not going to pull guard, right? Uh, but in sport jiu-jitsu, the goal is to be able to submit the person as fast as you can. Right? Then that leads me to the next point, wrestling in jiu-jitsu. You'll constantly see two guys wrestling in jiu-jitsu. And honestly, let's be honest, 
Wrestling jiu-jitsu, the jiu-jitsu people suck at wrestling. Any D1 wrestler will destroy most jiu-jitsu people in wrestling, right? We're horrible at it. So then you'll see two guys, both are horrified to get guillotined, so nobody's shooting, and then they just hand fight the whole time, right? So what are you doing there? You're not even trying to do submissions. You're doing nothing. You're just hand fighting and just wasting time. Who wants to see that? Guard puller is trying to get to submissions, which is the goal of sport jiu-jitsu. Submit the person as fast as you can, right? But then let me ask you another question. You don't want us to pull guard. You don't want us to butt scoot. Fine, take us down. Where do we end up? We end up on bottom just as if we pulled guard. So now I'm confused. Explain to me the difference between somebody taking me down and I end up on bottom or me pulling guard. One is more efficient than the other, right? One wastes less time for me to submit the person as fast as I can. All right, so uh, there you heard it. Hopefully uh, you were you tuned in uh, long enough to hear the whole thing. Uh, but I think he he brings some he brings up several good points, and I want to kind of go over some of the things uh, that resonate with me. And so uh, one of the things is uh, like he's kind of like saying that uh, people are complaining about butt scooting, but he's kind of saving you the time and and not. And he already doing the takedown for you, right? Um, and he would have ended up in that position regardless. So one thing uh, I want to say, just regards to takedowns, is that quite often if you execute a takedown very well and you land on top of the other person, you probably will not land in their guard you will land past their guard. So you might end up more in like a side control position. So that wouldn't necessarily be landing in guard. So uh, it's a little bit more advantageous to attempt uh, a takedown. But um, with that being said, I also believe that uh, many people shouldn't really be worried about butt scooting. Um, yeah, like like Mikey said, um, he's already kind of in the down position for you. Uh, but I, I would just I would say yes, it, like people shouldn't complain, and you should just look at it. Like say, if you're the person standing and they sit, you should look at it as um, you know just another position in a way where it's like um, you're. I, I don't necessarily think um, they're giving you an advantage so much because, yeah, if you were, like I said earlier, if you were to have taken them down, you might have ended up in their side control, uh, whereas right now they still have their legs uh, like closer to you. And, yeah, there's definitely all kinds of uh, Achilles locks and whatnot that you could be going for. Um, uh, so it's, you know, you, you still, or I think it's still a little bit more of a neutral position um, so it's not particularly like advantageous. So that's my point about that. But then another thing that he mentions is people saying that, uh, butt scooters are boring. And then he also says that, uh, people who are just standing there hand fighting the whole time is also boring. And I believe he's correct about that. <laughs> or at least in my opinion, uh, I, I would agree. And what, do you like what like what should or I, let me just give you my perspective so so uh many many years ago when the late billy robinson was still alive uh, i went to train with him in little rock arkansas 
And so we spent a lot of time together outside of the training time. Uh, so uh, when we were um, out somewhere, uh, he was talking about his perspective on uh, teaching catch wrestling. And so what he was saying is that like, what you want to do is coach somebody or teach somebody uh, the mat wrestling most first and really emphasize that make sure that uh, the student uh, like knows all the ins and outs of being on the ground so like all the stuff what like in what Japanese is called the newaza or whatever or the the ground fighting stuff so in wrestling it's called mat wrestling so when you approach teaching you really have to emphasize the mat wrestling so you really focus on all the sit outs all these different uh pins all these different uh things on the mat because yes like mikey said it's like you want to get to the mat uh, you want to pin the person or submit them so uh you have to really like really be great at that right the takedowns are secondary so um billy put it in this way where uh he stated that um say if you get someone who's really great at takedowns and they're not good at the mat wrestling uh then if they get countered and then they're they get taken down and they don't know what to do then ultimately it might make them shy to go for takedowns in the future All right so in order to prevent someone from uh, being shy or like a, being scared to attempt a takedown, you have to make sure that the mat wrestling skill is there, right? So if the mat wrestling skill is there, then it doesn't matter if you do the taking down of the person or if you get taken down because once it gets to the mat, you should be confident that uh, you won't get pinned or you won't get submitted. So uh, that's what you want to kind of take into consideration or that's what you kind of want to be thinking about so in that way if Mikey is correct about people hand fighting because they're scared of getting guillotined um, if he if that's true or if that's what a lot of people are thinking then uh, I think it shows ultimately like a um, like I guess like a, a weakness of amateur wrestling because amateur wrestlers can do a lot, right? They, they're doing a lot even in the no-gi world um, where they can just like dominate uh, most people, right? But then uh, if they get that, that guillotine like, um, like Mikey mentioned, uh, then, uh, like, then that's, they lose, right? So there ultimately is a, a missing link, right? So maybe later on, they after getting submitted a few times, then uh, they'll get shy about shooting in. Um, so that that ultimately can be like the reason, or it ultimately results in that boring thing that Mikey's talking about, where people are just hand fighting back and forth. Uh, the, the takedown never comes and uh, times up and stuff. So. Uh, the, the catch wrestling perspective is different from the amateur wrestling perspective in that uh, you don't necessarily have to be like this high level uh, Greco, uh, you know, suplex artist, even though all the suplexes, all, like a lot of the Greco stuff is part of catch wrestling. Um, the 
the the main thing ultimately is the the pin or the submission right the control of the person on the mat so the mat wrestling stuff is the most important part so uh, going back to what i mentioned about billy robinson stating that you really have to build up that mat wrestling muscle uh, in order to then like just just go for it right so if you're in a match and uh, maybe maybe you are hand fighting right and you're, you're resisting their takedown attempts or you're blocking their takedown attempts uh, since catch wrestling has no points you can let them take you down right or you can shoot in knowing full well that uh, you might not uh, like end up on top like you your double leg might not work uh, and they might sprawl on you but your mat wrestling is so good that you definitely won't get guillotined or you or at least more like there's a high very high chance that you won't get guillotined um and you might counter and end up end up on top end up passing their guard so ultimately there are a couple of things that uh, i think people who are interested in catch wrestling or people who can who consider themselves to be catch wrestlers uh, you want to be thinking in that way, not necessarily thinking about like, oh, I'm going to get a takedown and then um, just hand fighting and hand fighting, like Mikey said, because yeah, I've, I've seen that plenty of times in uh, all kinds of grappling matches. Um, so I agree that it happens. So that's why, it, to me, it signifies that, yeah, it is it is not catch wrestling still. And so then the catch wrestling perspective would be too... Uh, be so good at the mat wrestling that you can allow the person to take you down or you like you can fight for the takedown if you're you know if you're skilled enough or if they kind of it's obvious or whatever you set it up um, but it's not important right so because again there are no points so you can use them taking you down as a strategy so you, you almost in a way where it's like uh uh this would be like the butt scooting of catch wrestling in a way where you sure let them take you down uh because you're going to counter and submit them or pin them so um i i wanted to kind of like point that out um so i wanted to share the video because i think ultimately what mikey is complaining about or his response to complaints to him shows ultimately a weakness in amateur wrestling and then that transfer since like there's a lot of jujitsu schools trying to incorporate uh, a lot of like amateur wrestling because they think that amateur wrestling is like the entirety of wrestling and they don't know that the history is of wrestling is much longer than uh the, the olympics and all that so uh what's getting transferred into a lot of nogi nowadays and even gi or whatever but what's getting transferred into these jujitsu schools is a lot of amateur wrestling which again um doesn't really have it doesn't have like double wrist lock it doesn't have all these uh, traditional wrestling holds that uh, would make you aware of submissions right so um so i think he's I think what people don't notice or wouldn't like the the average person wouldn't realize is that yeah he is actually hinting at this part that's missing right so when people say wrestling a lot of them think amateur wrestling and a lot of them only think takedown so uh they just don't know that that wrestling is more complete than just takedowns and so that 
from that was kind of like the takeaway for me. So let's go ahead and listen to it one more time. And, and feel free to comment if you're listening live. Here we go. I'm so sick of hearing people complain about pulling guard and butt scooting in jiu-jitsu. Um, the first thing I'm going to say is, this is sport jiu-jitsu. There's no striking in sport jiu-jitsu. Obviously, in a real fight on the street, on concrete, you're not going to pull guard, right? Uh, but in sport jiu-jitsu, the goal is to be able to submit the person as fast as you can, right? Then that leads me to the next point, wrestling in jiu-jitsu. You'll constantly see two guys wrestling in jiu-jitsu. And honestly, let's be honest, wrestling jiu-jitsu, the jiu-jitsu people suck at wrestling. Any D1 wrestler will destroy most jiu-jitsu people in wrestling, right? We're horrible at it. So then you'll see two guys, both are horrified to get guillotine, so nobody's shooting, and then they just hand fight the whole time, right? So what are you doing there? You're not even trying to do submissions, you're doing nothing, you're just hand fighting and just wasting time. Who wants to see that? Guard puller is trying to get to submissions, which is the goal of sport jiu-jitsu. Submit the person as fast as you can, right? But then let me ask you another question. You don't want us to pull guard. You don't want us to butt scoot. Fine, take us down. Where do we end up? We end up on bottom just as if we pulled guard. So now I'm confused. Explain to me the difference between somebody taking me down and I end up on bottom or me pulling guard. One is more efficient than the other, right? One wastes less time for me to submit the person as fast as I can. All right. So yeah, there's. I think there's a lot that resonates there with me. And I, I kind of agree with a lot of it, except that the whole idea is like, yeah, if you were able to get a really good takedown, uh, chances are you would land uh, past their guard, right? You wouldn't land in their guard. So uh uh, so that is kind of like the the little bit of a difference. And then his whole idea about like uh, being scared of, of the guillotine. And I think that could be a real fear for people who uh, maybe come from a jiu-jitsu background. And then they try to, they learn an amateur double leg. And it's completely not cognizant of uh, the, the counters or the submission counters. And so, yeah, then that, that threat of the guillotine is very real. So... Uh, it, it can be, a, a, I guess, like a real um, fear for some people. Um, and so um, I don't see anything uh, really wrong with what he said. And uh, it could, and I'm actually more on, more on his side than that. So it's like, I think it, you can, I think people who come from uh, wrestling background, especially amateur wrestling background, if they're complaining about butt scooting, then uh, they shouldn't really consider uh, they shouldn't consider it a problem. They should uh, find ways to deal with it, right? Uh, think of it as an opportunity to uh, solve a new puzzle, right? So think of it as uh, something fun to try to to like to figure out, right? Because there's tons of wrestling-oriented uh, counters. Uh, I'm sure I've made several videos about different actually when we had a we had even like a whole uh video series that's on our website uh pressure passing volume two is about specifically about this so we have like several several uh lessons on there uh yeah actually it's kind of funny i wasn't even thinking about that but yeah I just made a whole uh like a whole online course about it so it that's on our uh, our our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. Pressure passing volume two is specifically about that. 
Um, so I think I think it's it's all fun, and um, uh, I think everyone should think of that think of it in that way too. Uh, the one thing that I didn't mention though that he mentioned right off the bat is the whole self defense stuff. Um, I don't know. Maybe some somebody has some good self defense uh, from from like seated. <laughs> who knows? Uh, so yeah, there might be some people who might think like, oh well, I'm not, if I get thrown down on the street, um, you know, from standing, then I might get my skull cracked. So maybe I'll just start seated. You know, who knows? <laughs> who knows that there's some some style like that? I think even when in China, there's uh, like dog style or whatever where. Supposedly they die for a lot of like leg locks and stuff. Uh, some old uh, kung fu style. So uh, there might be a whole self defense system uh, that's just uh, you know trying to you know like that that is about fighting again real life and real life scenarios where uh, the pavement could be a problem, right? So uh, yeah, so the you know that might. That's just like a, an outlier kind of thing, I guess, where, um, you know, you you probably want to stay standing. Ultimately, you want to stay standing. And ultimately, for self-defense, you want to try to uh, create distance. And you definitely don't want to get taken down, especially if there's multiple people. Um, uh, so, yeah, so I'm just, I'm just kind of uh, joking around a little bit. But, um, yeah, like I think his point is valid. Or he makes a lot of valid points, and like I said earlier, you definitely want to be um, uh, thinking about like catch wrestling. And I, ultimately, Mikey exposes like the weakness of amateur wrestling and how the those weaknesses are being transferred into jujitsu, and um, so then you get people making these criticisms and. You're upsetting Mikey, right? <laughs> so uh, hopefully that kind of gives people a different perspective, uh, or at least a catch wrestling perspective too, where it's like it's all about the mat wrestling, and that since catch wrestling has the submissions baked in, you're a little bit more aware of when you're in trouble, and so then when you approach a match, and also since there are no points in catch wrestling, then it doesn't matter if you get taken down or not. So you can use getting taken down as a strategy. Or if you get the takedown, chances are you're going to end up past their guard. So uh, some things I just wanted to kind of talk about. I think that uh, Mikey raises valid points. And ultimately for me, it's just like another uh, argument for like the necessity of catch wrestling. So uh, let me know your thoughts in the comment section if you're not watching this live. But I just wanted to kind of get something out there because I thought I thought it was cool and uh, it resonates with me. And hopefully people uh, feel the same way. I think all the grappling is fun. I spend like so many hours. Uh, actually, I go to uh, currently. I, I was I so. Uh, Mikey, I guess, is uh, still claiming to be part of uh, Pedago Submission Wrestling. I've trained there, you know, several months. I, I think uh, maybe you've seen uh, there was um, one of uh, one of our friends, Riley Stearns, who is a filmmaker. He filmed um, the the open mat at Pedago in Los Angeles, and uh, you, you could totally see me there, Roland. Um, so I'm definitely familiar with Pedigo and uh, these 
the people are very, very nice. And so basically I'm used to uh, a lot of these types of uh, attacks where, you know, seated guard and stuff. So I, I think it's fun. So I, I don't think people should necessarily like, uh, like hate on it so much, but uh, engage a little bit more, <laughs> see what, what happens. Uh, you know, try to figure out ways to engage and uh, see if you can't get those submissions. All right. With that being said, uh, feel free to support us on our YouTube channel. If you want to become a member or if you want to learn the real thing, feel free to support us and join our CWA Academy on our website. Uh, we're also in Los Angeles at Fight Science MMA. Uh, feel free to drop in. You don't have to join the gym. Um, so, yeah, and ask any questions and, you know, hopefully we can help you elevate your grappling and then together we keep real wrestling alive.